Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. Alan Dershowitz is a name of face that all America knows. He's probably our foremost legal scholar. He has been on with such clients as Mike Tyson, Patty Hearst, Leona Helmsley, Julia, Julian Assange, Jim Baker, Klaus von Bülow, Donald Trump, Harvey Weinstein, O.J. Simpson, Jeffrey Epstein, enough already. And now he has his 50th book coming out. It's out, The Price of Principle, Why Integrity is Worth the Consequences. What does that title mean, Alan? Well, you know, I've represented all those people, many of whom uh, are very unpopular and hated, and I've never been attacked for that. Um, But once I defended President Trump, uh, I was canceled. Uh, The library on Martha's Vineyard wouldn't allow me to speak. Caroline Kennedy sat next to me at a dinner and said if she knew I was invited, she would never have come. Uh, The library banned my books, all for defending President Trump. And so I decided to write a book about the important principles that I've lived by all my life, the adversary system, due process, free speech, equality, and how these principles today are being compromised by partisan considerations and how people like me who stick to principle are being canceled and attacked. My family is attacked. I'm getting phone calls at 3 in the morning threatening me and my family. It's just been terrible, but uh, I'm fighting back. Does that mean that our country is without principle? Our country today is without principles. I hate to say that, but we are no longer a principled country. We were when I was growing up. Today, we're a partisan country. Everything depends on which side you're on. If you're on get Trump, then nothing you do is wrong. If you're on the side of defend Trump, now I don't vote for Trump. I voted against him twice. We'll vote against him a third time if he runs, but I'm in favor of the Constitution. But people don't care about principles anymore, and that's why I wrote The Price of Principle. I want to get people back to thinking about principles. That's what made this country great. I don't know whether we can ever make this country great again in the next 20 minutes. It ain't happening. Let me ask you a couple of questions that I'm sure. I'm dying to ask just in general. Isn't it the truth a principle that if you get off, if you have a good lawyer it almost doesn't matter what your case is if you've got a smart lawyer isn't that the truth i would put it the opposite way if you have a bad lawyer you probably won't get off but you know there are so many people that have had good lawyers uh, including me who haven't gotten off Um, michael milken went to prison mike tyson went to prison um so many people with very good lawyers have gone to prison. Look, having a good lawyer is as much of an advantage as having a good doctor. You're more likely to survive if you, you know, have a great doctor than you are if you have a mediocre doctor. But uh, uh, you're still likely, if you're guilty, you're still likely to be convicted no matter how good your lawyer is. And I tell that to my clients all the time. I can help you, but I'm not a miracle worker. If you did it and there's proof that you did it, you're going down. 
So maybe we can get a plea bargain. Maybe we can figure something out to get you a reduced sentence, but don't expect to get acquitted no matter how good your lawyer is. And I have to explain that to my clients because they think I'm a miracle worker. I have won lots and lots and lots of cases, but I've also lost some. And one of the reasons I'm, I'm pretty good is that I know the difference between cases I can win and cases I can't. And I give the client the benefit of that advice. I always thought growing up, the law should be rigid. I didn't think that the law was like a woman in heat. You hit her right, you get it off. The law is malleable. It depends on the lawyer. That, to me, was very strange. Well, I think it depends on so many factors. It depends on politics. It depends on popularity. It depends on what era we're living in uh, with the Me Too era. Uh, people have been convicted for things they would never have been convicted of in, in past times, and uh, the pendulum swings widely. The, the law is only as good as the people who administer it, and uh, the people who administer it are human beings. And, uh, you know, fallacies occur. The guilty get convicted. The innocent get uh, the guilty get acquitted sometimes, and the innocent get convicted. That's what we try so hard to avoid, you know, our country. Our Constitution is based on the principle, better 10 guilty go free than one innocent be wrongly convicted. And that's as a defense attorney what I what I try to do. And But I've lost some involving innocent people who went to jail. And it's a terrible thing. That's when I really lose sleep. I've been on the outside of some of your cases just because I'm a reporter. For instance... Sure. You were defending O.J. I hated right. and despised him. Yeah, I don't blame you. I, I can understand that. I've hated and despised many of my clients. I'm like a doctor. <laughs> Did you really? Doctors, yeah, doctors don't. How do you do that? Patients. How do you do that? Well, you have to do it. That's your job. Doctors have to do it, too. Uh, I remember a case where a friend of mine who was a police officer tried to break up a domestic fight in Cambridge, Massachusetts, and the a man shot him, uh, shot the police officer, and then police officer shot back and, and wounded the person who shot him. And they were both rushed to the same hospital. And I went to visit my friend in the hospital. He was furious because the doctors had treated the criminal before they treated him. They said, we don't sit in judgment over who the good guys and the bad guys are. What we do is we triage, and the most serious wound gets treated first. And, you know, lawyers are a little bit like that. We have to defend the guilty and the despised. And I've made a career out of spending, out of defending the most despised, the most hated. Until Donald Trump. And Donald Trump, you know, Larry David comes over to me, and Schulmark, and screams at me and says, you're disgusting, you're disgusting. I can't even talk to you, you're disgusting. He was a good friend. But because I defended President Trump, he no longer regards me as somebody he can even speak to. So that's that's why I wrote the book, The Price of Principle. Oh, I see. I, I understand. What about clients who do not listen to the famous attorney, Alan Dershowitz? Does that not occur? Well, it does occur, and I have quick cases when they won't listen to me. If they ask me to do things that are improper, I obviously won't do it. Uh, if they just refuse to follow my advice, um, they pay the consequences. You know, I'm, a, I'm a, an experienced lawyer. What I tell them is usually the right thing. But some of them won't agree. Some of them have different goals. Like sometimes the goal is more to uh, appear strong in public than to win their case. And, you know, sometimes yeah. people want to hire me just to present them to the public. I turn those down. 
Uh, I want to win in court, not in the court of public opinion. You also, but this is going back a thousand years, when I was early on with the New York Post, there was Klaus von Bülow, whom I had the story, the original story, the first story that I believed he had done his wife in, and you were defending him. Can you go back a little over that and why you were defending him? I thought he was a bum. Well, he (laughs) might very well have been a bum and probably a very bad husband. But yeah. uh, we ultimately proved that uh, he had nothing to do with her coma, that she um, hurt herself, that she um, was very careless. She had reactive hypo- hypoglycemia, and she was uh, eating inappropriately and drinking inappropriately. And the, when it when I got a conviction reversed, and then he went to trial a second time, and the jury acquitted him very quickly and uh, just concluded there was no crime at all that it was a tragedy. But, you know, a lot of people didn't believe that. But that's the nature of our legal system. Everybody gets a shot. Juries make the decision. Twelve ordinary people sat in judgment over this wealthy, you know, aristocrat from from Newport, Rhode Island. Yeah, and they yeah, acquitted yeah. They acquitted him. You have the right to disagree with that. You have the right to disagree with the O.J. verdict. A lot of people disagree with it. And you have the right to disagree that Donald Trump shouldn't have been, you know, convicted by the Senate. I argue that he shouldn't be. People have the right to believe he should have been. That's the American way, but not to talk to people, not to have any relationship with them. I have people calling me at 3 in the morning, threatening me, threatening my wife, threatening my children. I mean, that's not the American way. Tell me now, what is your opinion about the Harvey Weinstein situation, the future? I um, advised, uh, I've known Harvey Weinstein for yeah, I know, and you I were on the case too. 30 yeah. years. Yeah, and I was, I was an advisor. I wasn't involved in the case directly. Um, and as you know, the New York Court of Appeals has just uh, indicated it will review the case. And that's a good sign. It may indicate that there were problems with the trial itself. He's also now going to stay in trial in California. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, he really has a great deal of, of trouble. Um, but my only concern is that he get a fair trial, just a fair trial. Uh, let, you know, the chips may fall where they may. Juries have the right to come to various decisions, but it has to be a fair trial. And you can't introduce evidence that's inadmissible, and you can't deny him the right to introduce evidence that's admissible. All we can guarantee every defendant under the Constitution is due process in a fair trial, and that's my job to see that it happens, even to the most unpopular people. Did you ever blow something? Did you ever go off on a wrong tear or have a client that wouldn't listen to you? Certainly I've had clients that didn't listen to me. I don't think I've ever, you know, blown a case by my own. I mean, I work so hard when I get involved in a case. I I recently got involved in a case in Wyoming, Um and I just spend weeks and weeks and weeks studying the transcripts, studying the record. And I think everybody was surprised how this, you know, out of town lawyer who's well known worked so hard on what many people appeared to be a small case in Wyoming. But once I take a case, uh, I'm obsessed with it and I work incredibly hard and I don't think I make mistakes in my professional life. We all make mistakes in our personal life, but professional life, no. And of course, there was an accusation against me by a woman who you know, has a history of lying, and that was false. I've lived a, a private life. Um, I've been married now 36 years to the same woman, 
and I never had any sexual relationships with anybody related to Jeffrey Epstein or anybody else during the relevant time period. So I'm very comfortable with my personal life and my professional life. But I write about both, both of them in my book, The Price of Principle, because I've been attacked both for my representation of Jeffrey Epstein and for my representation of Donald Trump. How did you like when Evan Handler played you in the TV series, The People versus O.J. Simpson? I hated it. I don't think Evan Handler was a particularly good actor. And it was a stereotype. <laughs> it was a stereotype. You know, every time they, they showed me I was eating a bagel, uh, you know, they, they wanted to present me as this, you know, this Jewish guy who uh, I didn't like it. I didn't like the show at all. I didn't like Handler. Um, I did like my portrayal in Reversal of Fortune. I think that was really, really excellent. Oh, you've been everywhere, for God's sakes. Tell me about, I mean, I don't know how to ask this question. Tell me about the Donald situation. I mean, I can't understand what I should be understanding. Tell me. Well, the Justice Department is conducting a very thorough investigation. They have released the affidavit underlying the search. I don't think he will be indicted because for a former and possibly future president to be indicted, it has to meet two standards. The Richard Nixon standard, so overwhelming that even the Republicans wanted him impeached and indicted. And the Hillary Clinton standard, she was not criminally charged with possessing material on her home computer that she shouldn't have. And so the government would have to prove that what Trump did was substantially worse than what Hillary Clinton did in order to meet what I call the shoe on the other foot test. It has to fit comfortably on both feet. Well, okay. I'm not sure I know what you just told me, but it's okay. <laughs> I appreciate <laughs> the, that. Your 50th book is The Price of Principle, Why Integrity yeah. is Worth the Consequences. Talking to Alan Dershowitz is just a thrill. You're great. I think you're terrific. And I'm very oh, happy too. that you came you on the it. air with me. I'm so glad you're still doing this. You're as strong as ever. You have been a real American idol and American classic. May you live to at least 120. Thank you. And if I ever get in trouble, make sure I have your oh, phone number. Thanks, trouble. sweetheart. Thanks, trouble. Alan. Don't get in trouble. Thank you. Okay. Bye. Bye. This is Greg Kelly for Priority Gold. What does it mean to be America's precious metals dealer? It means that you're in touch with the hearts and minds of those who love this country, value our freedom, and want to protect the future. Priority Gold is that precious metals dealer. They've helped thousands of Americans back their retirement with solid gold and silver. Call Priority Gold at 888-506-6439. Receive free shipping, free storage, a free investment guide, and one of the best purchase experiences in the industry. Call now or go to PriorityGold.com.